in the middle of the night, armed robbers came and woke them up. And they took a lot of our possessions that we had had stored in that building. Welcome back, listeners. My name is Paolo Repetto, and I am your host. And I welcome you to Episode 3, Season 2 of the Untold Stories of Missions. Today, we hear from Linda Poitras of South Alabama, who shares with us a story about questions that many new missionaries may have, especially young couples or families, regarding the stress of potential dangers in raising children overseas. Keep listening to hear the story entitled, The Bush. The story begins with our guest, Sister Linda Poitras, at the age of 25 years. At this young age, she found herself going to West Africa as the first aimer to ever go on the program under R.K. Rodenbush, who was at the time working on the short-term missions program. Linda arrived on the field and managed to find her way into the interior part of the Bush country of that nation. There, she met her husband, who was from Canada, and both wound up in that nation as aimers. We did a lot of praying and fasting and felt that the Lord was leading us to get married. So we traveled back to Alabama and got married. And my family met him one week before our wedding. They'd never seen him before. And then we traveled back to Africa together three weeks after our wedding. Not the smartest thing we ever did, but the Lord was gracious and kept us through that. Um, as a young married couple, the missionaries were at home on deputation and there were a lot of things happening on the field. Um, one of the missionary families who was there decided that they were going to leave our mission and in fact, leave our organization. And that was a very, very traumatic time for us because we found ourselves newlyweds and the missionary who was in charge, the superintendent on deputation. And uh, we were in charge of a Bible school with 95 resident students that we had to make sure they were fed and housed and taught every day. There were three curriculums going on and it was just a very challenging time. So we did a lot of Bible school training. While both her and her husband had bachelor's degrees in education, it was still challenging to train and work at the Bible school. They had to develop new curriculums and assist in classes for brand new saints, students that were becoming ministers, and training for people to work in the office. The villagers in that part of the country, in that area that had actually given the property to our mission, decided they wanted it back. So they began to have serious problems with us actually being on the property. And we had all the students in the Bible school building and one mission house was there. And so there were some attacks that happened on the school and on the property on the Bible school students, and my husband was caught in one of those attacks. And all of these things are going on. And as I said, we were just newly married. Thankfully, the Lord was present and he delivered and protected, but it was a scary time. And so then I learned that I was pregnant with our first child. And uh, we had been married four and a half years by this time. And we were in bush country, which meant there was no hospital. There was a clinic and the doctor had been trained overseas and he was an American man. And uh, he had a lot of experience, was a great 
precious guy who was very good to take care of us, but it was a little risky for having your first child. With this knowledge, the missions board allowed Linda to come home to have the baby. So she left Brother Poitras in Africa and traveled back to the States. With her husband scheduled to arrive a week before the baby, Linda traveled back to the States alone, not knowing that the little one would come three weeks early. Thankfully, her family was with her and Brother Poitras soon after. It was only seven weeks later that they were ready to head back on the mission field. We took her back to that same village bush area when she was seven weeks old. She had her six week checkup and the next week we left and went back to Africa. So those were some very interesting times, but the thing that I remember so much about that was I never one time questioned if I was doing what God wanted me to do. I knew that he would protect us. He had already proven that to be true. And I definitely believed that he would protect our baby. And he did. Did that mean the conditions were always easy? No, they were not. And after we arrived back in the country and began working in the Bible school again, the people just really loved our baby. And they took her as their own precious little one. They would always check on her. They were so very kind and loving to her. And um, I never questioned that they loved our child and they always checked on her and were very concerned and all of that. We had been back in the country for just a, a month or so. So she would have been two or three months old. The villagers decided that they were going to attack again, this time through immigration. And they sent immigration officials to do all kinds of investigation in our home. And they found our uh, baby monitor that we had so that we could hear if she cried in the other room and they call that walkie-talkies. They found they found different things and claimed that we were spies in the country trying to get us in trouble. They actually took the superintendent and had him under house arrest for a day and we were back in the village waiting anxiously for him to come back to the house and he did and that night at supper he looked at all of us around the table and he said um, we're leaving this area and going to another city. It was a three hours drive away. And I heard what he said, but I didn't realize that he meant we're leaving tonight. And so I went upstairs to do Bible school work and my husband came upstairs and he said, what are you doing? We're supposed to be packing. <laughs> so we went in the closet and got all of the little dresses and clothes that we had brought for her as she would be growing and we had brought things as she grew that she'd have new clothes and we just gathered all of those up and everything to do with her and got a few things for ourselves got in a car and drove three hours away and I never set foot in that house that we had been living in again we couldn't go back everybody and everything had to be moved overnight the record keeping books furniture and the students they left behind all that they had known to be in a new location. But even with their baby being three months old and having no home, they remained happy knowing that God would provide for them. He provided us a place and within three days time, we had a building that not only housed all of our students, it housed all of the staff that was needed to train the students, the chaperones and the instructors and the people who oversaw all the student activities. And we didn't have a house yet, but we did have a place to stay. 
we were staying with the superintendent and his family and he had a daughter and son-in-law who were also staying and we had a printing office in that city and they were staying upstairs in the printing office and in the middle of the night armed robbers came and woke them up thankfully did not hurt anyone but scared us all and they took a lot of our possessions that we had had stored in that building. The superintendent's daughter and son-in-law moved in the area that we had been staying, and we were now in the upstairs where the robbers had just been <laughs> with our now four-month-old baby girl. And the Lord provided us a place. And within just a few months, we had our own home. It was very interesting because God didn't just provide a home, just a place to stay. He provided us a home that had three bedrooms upstairs, two full bathrooms, and downstairs there was a living room, a dining room, a den area, an office, a room for our um, deep freeze and all of that kind of thing, another bathroom, a kitchen, a garage, and a boys quarters for the people who worked with us, all of it inside a gated compound. And we paid less than $100 a month for that house. So God not only provided a place for us to stay, he provided a place that was very economical and very safe for our baby girl. And you know, at that age, as long as they can see mom and dad and they're well fed and cared for, they don't know the difference. And the Lord was so good there was not ever a time that there was a scratch on our daughter. She was never harmed in any way. Even though the weapons formed against us were there, they never prospered. We can truly thank God because when you trust Him, do His will, obey His commands, and live your life to please and honor Him, he will take care of everything, especially your children. No matter what the circumstances are or where you're living, He will take care of you in your situation. Thank you all again for listening to this episode of the Untold Stories and Missions. Please remember to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and tell all of your friends of these awesome stories. Also, a friendly reminder that we are asking for recommendations for more stories from our listeners. If you know of someone that has an amazing and exhilarating story of the mission field, please email us at usompodcast19 at gmail.com. That's again, usompodcast19 at gmail.com. Thank you again, and God bless.